Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. We got a crowded house in here today. <laughs> very, very excited. We got I'm very excited. Angel. What is up? What's up? How what are you? What is up, beautiful? I'm great. Oh my goodness. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Tattoo superstar. <sighs> Trying to be. Love you know, it. Love be a it. Humble. <laughs> humble vibes, man. That's what I like to see. We got a returning superstar. What's up? I'm back. It's Erica, Campfire King, star. Love it. And we have a momager in the background, too. She mm -hmm. doesn't want to be on camera. Designated momager. Yes. Designated momager. So thank you all for coming through, first of all. Absolutely. Much appreciated. How are you doing? Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? Um, I'm I'm very excited. I think I'm just, like, Cheers, ready. Cheers, oh yes. yes. Most Drinks. importantly. Drinks nice to new friends. Too, yes, love that. That's bottle right there. Help yourself. Um, mm. Yeah, it's got my name on it. <laughs> I already have, I already That's have. That's your gift, there you go. I'm honestly just very excited to tell my story, um, kind of get the inner narrative out to the people. I think it's gonna be very refreshing. Um, as an upcoming tattoo artist, you go through a lot of waves of different emotions. So yeah, let's, di let's dig in. Hell Jump yeah, in. so before we even started, we were talking about kind of how you even got into the tattoo world. Take me, from the beginning, how did you even pick up that needle? How did you turn into that? So I have to be honest, um, I actually don't have any art experience. So like I took art in high school. Okay. I think it's like one of the mandatory classes you have to go yeah. through in high so, school. So like for all four years or just the first year? Cause I feel like it's only mandatory in grade nine. I'm a high school dropout. <laughs> so I dropped out in ninth grade. Whoop! Yeah. Um, so that's when you took art. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's when I took <laughs> art. Um, I so I liked tattoos at a very very young age. Obviously, I started getting tattoos illegally at a very young age. Um, What's a young age? I was like oh, fourteen. Nice. <laughs> you have to be. 18, Don't do it, right? kids. 18, Don't do it. 19, yeah, 18, 18, 18 okay. Canada. So I got my first tattoo in China. You're a young rebel. Yeah. Um, no, no regrets with Nay. <laughs> no regrets. Um, but yeah, I think um, when I first noticed that I wanted to be a tattoo artist. I actually, it wasn't even the career that was getting to me. It was more so like the art of self-expression and kind of breaking societal no norms. I got my first tattoo in China and to be a tatted younger generation Chinese person is very, very um, taboo. It's very taboo, especially for female born. It's, it's more normalized for guys, but it's not as normalized it, as it would be for mm -hmm. women in comparison to. Um, and then after I got my first tattoo, I kind of almost related to it as like a coping mechanism of like what I was going through in school and what I was going through in my like personal life, social life and everything like that. Anything, mm -hmm. anytime that something would go bad, it'd be like, boom, I should get a tattoo. I should like mm -hmm. deal with it, right? Um, so that's when I started first getting into it. I think it's been eight years now since I got my first. So ever since then, um, I've just kind of, every new tattoo I get, there's, there's almost like a new, found love and appreciation for it because with every tattoo artist you go to it's always going to be a different experience mm -hmm. you know it's always going to be a different vibe some tattoo artists are very headstrong they don't they don't prefer to you know change up their design they really want you to go with their style and then some tattoo artists like oh my god like i want to accommodate to you and like what you like so every tattoo artist has almost changed my life um to what it is now and when the pandemic hit it was like like, I just, I got to start. Like, I can't waste another year of my life. You know what right. I mean? It was just like, 
it was so it was such a passion where waiting on myself to make the first move was was scarier than actually making the first move yeah does that make sense like losing time yeah like losing time and making the first move is almost scarier than actually just doing it for sure mm-hmm. the fear of failure is worse than that yes yeah failure. yeah, yeah very much that so you grew up in china so half and half okay. i was born in canada um back then back in the 90s like you couldn't have a second child in china yeah. so my parents came over here to canada to have me and then when i turned one i went back to china six years old come came back here 13 years old dropped out of high school got shipped off to boarding school in china oh, wow. <laughs> stayed in china till i was like 17 um, and then came back and just been living by the day. Damn. Wow, that's, that's unreal forth. to think back about. When you were in China, it's more for your teenage years. Were you always planning on getting out or were you were you enjoying where you were living? It's very weird um, because even though I am Chinese and I look Chinese, I think my behavior doesn't feel Chinese right. to mm-hmm. the people in China. Like I, okay. I think they see me more as a Westerner than as one of ch- one of the Chinese people. Yeah, and then yeah. here, it's like, they see me more as a Chinese person than a Canadian person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it almost felt like I didn't fit into both places. Because um, in China, it would be so strict where like smoking was frowned upon and tattoos were frowned upon and drinking was frowned mm-hmm. upon. It was very much, you should be a goody two shoes like and you should school, yes finish, finish school be, rich, be, be a lawyer be a doctor, <laughs> be a doctor yeah. if you if you're if you're pretty and dumb you marry rich if for you're real. if you're ugly and smart you you work for yourself so i think like that whole culture shock for me was mm-hmm. like it seems so limiting and toxic that right. like i didn't want to stay there like i knew that i wasn't gonna live regularly in china just because like ugh. i feel like girls in china have such a standard to live up to that it's almost like it's almost sexist and it's like put on from other people yes too. it's it's most definitely put on from like the older generations mm-hmm. that are kind of like trickled down and passed down lack of individuality lack exactly. of education lack right. of individuality yeah. it's yeah it's definitely a culture shock i'm not talking bad about it i don't want people to think that i'm like talking bad about it it's just like you don't get the same amount of freedoms that you have in Canada oh, or in the 100%. U.S. Or, Speak on that, man. Yeah, Unless it's just, it's sure. very, very different. A hundred percent, man. And even, I think people got a, a little glimpse of that with COVID, just not being able to go exactly. out. If that's your everyday life, like, man, yeah, that making that adjustment. For sure. Crazy. From being a social person I to know. literally just locked down. Like, it felt like to me that it was like, it was home jail. For real, that, yeah. Exactly. It was like, you you're know right, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, well, you're not necessarily locked up, but you're locked up. And yeah, like, if like you do any- And you yeah. have like a curfew, remember yeah, that? Yeah, literally, yeah. It was kind of Man, strange. there was a time, and, and it's weird that we're talking about it, like it's so long ago yeah. and it's not really, but Damn, like that's so the true. parks, remember they would close the parks? Like they would yeah. block off the entry and stuff like that. They like would. we really got a taste of like what it's and like. And they had like security too security. at national parks telling like, go, go home. It's it's so crazy. Cause like, Listen, like, outside is supposed to be where people can go at any time, especially Mm -hmm. parks in Canada and parks in Toronto. Like, it's a family environment. People go for walks, runs. They work out there. Their kids go and hang out there. You know what I mean? And it's like having community parks taken from the people was like taking their last ounce of freedom i know it's true man i'm glad you spoke on the freedom for sure it's it's huge it can't be understated 
And for, for sure. a young person growing up in a place where you feel like you don't have any freedom, I could only imagine. Exactly. Just want to get out of there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you really think about it, like, going from Chinese culture into Western culture, it's it's such a big... Like, it's 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 on both sides of the spectrum. There's literally no in-between. Right. And mm-hmm. even when it comes into my tattooing, like, my, I think my parents are still very on the edge about what I do. They don't see it as a career mm-hmm. choice. Like, they don't see it as, like, okay, like, m- my child is trying to build something, right? They kind of see it as, like, oh, like, we feel like you're rebelling. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're not being tattoo, a doctor. You're yeah, not being a lawyer. Like, tattoo, yeah, also, tattoo culture is, like, so against Chinese culture. Because in Chinese culture, we believe that you go the way you came. Mm-hmm. Like, your body is a temple. Right. You know what I mean? You go the way you came. And, yeah. like, putting something permanent on your body that you were not born with is almost, like, dirtying. Right. Mm-hmm. And I put this in air quotes. Dirtying your body. Um, and that, like, ugh, I feel like that relates to COVID lockdown so much to, to kind of in a sense where, like, how the government was trying to how we behave and, like, how we interact with other people. It, mm-hmm. it feels very similar to, like, how the Chinese government, uh, how, like, Chinese culture tries to control your social aspect and, like, who you are as an individual. So, like, it's trippy, man. It's really trippy. trippy. It's trippy and it's it's scary because we're all ourselves. And when someone's trying to take that away from us, it's like, no, man, this is all we have. Yeah. And it was, like, the first time it's ever happened to us, right? Right. Where it's, like, there's actually actual law telling us, like, when to go home and what to do every day. Did you, I mean, I didn't follow that shit, though. I, like <laughs> I had to. There was police everywhere in my neighborhood. That's why. I like that you said law though, because it wasn't really a law. It was just like heavily. It was enforced. just being told what yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it so was weird, man. Yeah, it wasn't even like, oh, you're breaking a law or no, whatever, whatever. No one knew what was going on. Yeah. The abuse of power, though, power oh, and control. 100%. The abuse of power is what ultimately 100%. set me off because, like, number one, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> first things first don't tell me what to do second thing is like how are you gonna tell me when i can get some fresh air you know what i mean how are you gonna tell me when i can like actually go out and see the sun or like when i can go out and like look at the stars exactly and you know what man when we were going through that that reminder helped me through it like no they can't take the sun from us they can't take you know the weather and and the spirit you know exactly 100%. I think for Toronto, though, like, we are a very close-knit community to a 100%. point where, like, we're very about the people. Yeah. Um, you really don't have this in every city. I think it yeah. is definitely, like, a Toronto thing. Like, Scarborough has its own vibe. Markham has its own That's vibe. True. Downtown Toronto has its own vibe. And every community of people is accepting of all other communities. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm from Scarborough. I can't fuck with you from, you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Oh, can I swear on this? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, the whole wait, point. Wait a second. We're not on radio here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Toronto's definitely a very home home environment, you know? I agree with you. Yeah. When you left, did you ever live anywhere else outside of Toronto when you were in Canada? Um, uh, I didn't live anywhere else, but I did move to Texas for a few months. Oh, shit. In my teens. Yeah. How's that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the sorry. trauma. <laughs> You've lived in a few different, like, extremes. A few different extremes. Um, The extreme in Texas is you don't see a lot of Asians. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Hispanic people. There's a lot of white people, and there's a lot of black people. But Asian is, like, kind of the minority there. Um, I traveled well over Texas, and it was... Again, I'm not saying anything bad about the city. It's just my own experience. Like, 
you don't get the same Asian representation you do in Toronto. And I think that's what makes Toronto home is because we're so multi-diverse, we're so multicultural that like race and culture is not an issue to us the way that other cities and other countries experience it. Like, look at, just look at the three lines. You know what I mean? Like. And my momager is behind the camera. You guys, shout out, shout out my momager. Shout out, shout out Tiana. <laughs> but like, we're we're such a diverse city that like you can't walk into a room where you don't see a little representation from exactly. any from every culture in any culture, right? So you're hundred percent right. And and even you know what's funny to think about? Like I first heard of you from Erica putting mm-hmm. me on to you and going to the campfire event. I see a bunch of different <laughs> products, different people from different races. Then I see Angel in a room just tattooing going at it yeah. during the party yeah. like that was so diverse <laughs> and cool and different like, i know that so market cool was crazy see. we really worked like i think erica Thank and you. her collab partner sarah they really really work hard on campfire um and i tell you guys this like every event All like i'm time. always like Same. do you see like you made uh, this like you literally no, gave Angel birth does. like yeah I, I think it's incredible because Especially with our generation, young women and young entrepreneurs speak louder than any generation in the past. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we really voice what our dream is, and it's really paving a road for the younger generation to, like, speak your truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one's going to speak for us. Exactly, exactly. exactly. And, like, our, our generational trauma from our parents of, like, sit quiet, sit pretty, Mm -hmm. you know, keep your head held head held high listen more than you speak but when it comes to me i'm like i want to speak more than i listen because i don't want to conform to anybody else's standards but mine for sure you know what i mean and like i think with campfire and with erica and sarah's event like it really gives even even the podcast even versatile vigilante like it really gives a platform for as a melting pot of all cultures Mm. and all voices and all all identities and representation it's like it's it's so refreshing to have something like this where mm-hmm. politics can come into play, opinions can come into play, and mm-hmm. you know you can speak on the right and the wrong and whatever. There's no right and wrong, obviously. Right. Everything's yeah. a gray space, but um, yeah, you really are able to kind of express yourself through exactly. young entrepreneurs like the both of you and young creators like the both of you. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is the like I've only experienced this diversity in Toronto. Like, I've exactly. never had this anywhere else. Never mind China, Texas. Like, never mind any of the places I've visited. Literally, the two places. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> Toronto is home, you know? Yes. And, like, even, we're, we're in Saga here tonight, but the vibe in Saga is different, and the vibe in Markham is different, the vibe in Toronto is different, but no one will ever tell you, go back to where you came from. No, yeah. It's, it's a melting so. pot, and it's Fondue, I love it, man. You you can be a tour guide as well as a tattoo oh, artist. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You know love what I it. you know what it is. <laughs> you you, uh, you spoke nothing but facts there though. It's 100%. it's so true. Toronto is a world class city. Mm-hmm. Talk about this all the time on the podcast and you in personal do. life. It's a mm-hmm. world class city. I hate the mentality of oh we're not good enough. Fuck that. We're yeah. more than good enough. You know what's you know? so funny? I noticed that Torontonians are. Like, to- Toronto needs to be its own country. 
agree. Like, the culture here is unmatched. Yeah. You can literally find any cuisine in any neighborhood. I know. It doesn't matter if it's, like, a predominantly white neighborhood, predominantly black, Asian. Literally, anywhere that you go, you can find what you want to eat yeah. within the same block. There's and like that is, that's local gorgeous. local shawarma block. Yes. Italian Yes, yes. Local Chinese takeout. Yes. Crazy. And, you know, I noticed that, like, in Toronto, we really support local. Like, mm. we really love supporting Canadian-owned Canadian businesses. Yeah. Toronto, specifically, like, Toronto small business. Mm. Up next, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. That's huge, no, man. I 100% agree. Yeah. Exactly. I think we've all realized, like, if we don't support each other, then everyone's just going to go to Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> no. But if we don't buy this from you and you... Yeah. Who's going yeah. to? Yeah. I mean, look at us right now. We're all kind of supporting each other, right? Which we is, all met isn't that like crazy? Event, which is crazy. Like, the fact that, like, not me getting spiritual, but, like, the universe said, you, you, and you, be friends <laughs> no, now. That. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, honestly, mm. I really do want to say thank you to the both of you because seeing another young, born female entrepreneur and creator actually, you're not doing this for yourself. I oh, think that's, that's so what's important. Is that, like, <laughs> I need to say that is that like you're not doing this for yourself. Yeah. You're not doing this to be famous yourself. You're not doing this to get your name out there. You're doing this to get campfires. For you guys. I'm here for you guys. Yeah. And what is campfire? <laughs> campfire is literally a melting pot of anybody who ever dreamed of being their own boss coming into campfire. Exactly. And what is versatile vigilante? Anybody that ever wanted to speak up that wanted to tell their story, mm -hmm. we gather. We gather in these places, right? It doesn't matter which room you're in, which office building you're in. If you're in Toronto, we welcome you. Exactly. And this goes to, listen, Period. this goes to everybody. If you're from the States, if you're from a country <laughs> who's really experiencing it right now, like, shout out shout out to all of the warriors, all the survivors. Like, Angel if needs to be a football coach. I man. know. So, oh, oh, my like, God. I'm ready to run through, man. I'm ready like, to run through to the Toronto. wall. We welcome you. It is safe in this city. Honestly, that. like, obviously every city has its own little bumps, but... Ultimately, Toronto, I've seen Toronto be one of the safest cities. Like, if you really think about it, the government has done so much for us in terms of COVID. Without all of the control, okay, let's just mm -hmm. drop the control. Stop trying to control your people. But, like, outside of everything else, like, our health care workers have mm -hmm. really, really, really pushed the themselves. The people, not the government. Yes, the people. The people. Yeah. The people. It really was the people. It really is the people. Like, man. Well said, man. That that was inspirational, I honestly. Like, I love that. <laughs> I can hear you talk for hours. Real shit. If there's ever a time where I'm feeling down, I'm calling Angel. Yeah. Please do. Hype me Angel, up. Angel, I need you right now. I'd be on my Instagram. I'm like, you. if you guys are struggling, like, you need to DM me. Because, like, it doesn't matter for strangers. It doesn't matter if you're much older than me. It doesn't matter if you're much younger than me. Everybody just needs one human being who's willing to listen. Honestly, I say that all the time, too. Like, if you can just provide a safe space for others to listen and for others to come and talk to you, I've done my job as a tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. Aww, you know what I mean? You feel like as a tattoo art artist, you're part therapist? Full-time therapist. Are you kidding I me? I'm, I should be verified. Like, <laughs> like Certified, I should verified. Be, I should be verified, certified, licensed, everything. Like, yo... I say this with all seriousness. I want my chair to be a safe space. Like, again, mm -hmm. a lot of people who come in for tattoos have body insecurities, whether it be stretch marks or surgery marks yeah. or anything like that, whether it be their skin tone. I've had dark skin ask me, like, oh, will you work with me? Because I know, like, dark skin won't reflect as well as, like, light skin. And right. I'm like, you shouldn't, like, 
the color of your skin should never dictate if you can get a tattoo or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is, it's one of the most inclusive art forms. Of course, there's going to be tattoo artists that won't work with oh, dark really? skin. It's so, it, it, it is harder. Because blacks, black ink on black skin is not as vibrant compared to black ink. Yeah, it's on hard to see. Skin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there are artists that won't post dark skin photos or won't work mm. with dark skin. But it's like, this is an art form and art is not meant to be exclusive. Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's not meant to be like, you're good enough to get it and you're too dark. It's like, yeah. that's no, it's not bullshit. A competition at all. No, it really isn't. Like, it has to be inclusive. And if it, it, if it isn't, it ruins the whole culture of mm-hmm. people coming together to collect art. Like, it ruins the whole, the feel, the vibe, the right. love to create things together. Cause you yeah. bring in an idea into me and I create your idea for you, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have as much diversity that I have in my clients. Like I'm thankful as fuck, thank yeah. you. That's <laughs> amazing. And you touched yeah. on like community earlier. That's another way of building that community. Yeah. Love to hear that. When you started getting into tattoos, what actually led to you wanting to do them? I'm assuming you got a tattoo before you ever gave someone a tattoo. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I've only been tattooing for so it's it's March now. Yeah, it's March it's now. What, I know. <laughs> I think about it too. I was like, I'm like, I don't even know anymore. February, <laughs> January, December. What year is it? Vince is like, wait, it's 2022, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. It's like, yeah, it's March now. Um, I started back in July. So it's been, I think, like, year? yeah, it's Are been you, eight wait, months. Wait, 2021? Yeah, what? it's been eight months. What? Yeah, I I'm still a baby. That's mind-blowing, actually. You thank you, so thank you. <laughs> my momager in the back <laughs> cheering wow. for me. Oh, my God. 2021 of July. Yeah, so it's it's only Why been eight you, months. Though? and like You already headlined. That's wow. It. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I did do an event in collaboration with Campfire to headline for them. Um and I think that was the first time where I actually walked into an event and was mm. like, "This is what my life is becoming." Like that was yeah. a wake up, that was a wake up call Good. for me. You know what I mean? Because like you you go to the shop every day and you see your clients every day, but it's like that was the first time I've ever done an event and felt like, okay, my life is actually impacting more than just outside yeah. my shop. Like I'm actually reaching out to the local community, and I think mm-hmm. that's like that is ideal. And again, like I said, like that is what Campfire and these communities and this podcast provides is the sense of community for the young and upcoming right because like how how would local downtown torontonians uh support each other yeah like without having a space to support each other exactly right because yo before you can open up a tattoo shop you need a chair Mm -hmm. right you got that yeah and like where where are you supposed to get that if creators like erica and sarah are aren't going out of the way their way oh, like you guys like you guys are <laughs> students like this is not your full time like you know what i mean like you have other things to juggle on your plate and mm-hmm. for you to actually be providing a space like that for other people it's brave like it's so yeah. admirable mm-hmm. it is brave because it's it's a challenge like it's yeah. scary honestly like, it's just like we know that we have to help you guys out and how can you guys get bigger if you know, the if only there isn't audience to start. Exactly. Yeah. And your only audience could be what, like your friends or your circle of friends or the people on social media. Yeah. But I feel like having a face to face interaction, face to face organic relationship, it's just more meaningful, more impactful. So and, personal. Yeah. And look what happened. We met, at, well, before you 
message Sarah. We literally met at an event. Yeah. And look what happened. We collaborated on an event. And now look what's happening. We're now we're at a podcast with another creator. It's so it's, it's literally insane. a stepping stone. It's it like is. that's exactly what we want to do. We just want to create a space for you guys. You I know? I think that's it's so admirable. Yeah. Your, your you. guys' so relationship um your relationship is so cool because mm-hmm. stepping stone, but it seems fun as fuck. Like, oh, it's you're so fun. Like, <laughs> I'll buy this girl shots after our event. I'm like, so you like this? Like, are we getting drunk at this point or not? Because like, <laughs> just what? just trying to knock me out. Why do you work hard? Do you like, let's fucking celebrate. Yeah, and to that, I will drink. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's my favorite part of it. Like the building relationships is so much fun. Like, it's so casual because you know? like, you don't need to pull oh, out with like okay, being so posh, you know, being so articulate being so proper it's like show who you are because that's what we look for like someone who's just confident creative passionate about who they are it's like don't worry we'll help you we'll like Momager. 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 Momager's busy. Oh my god. It's coming out of your paycheck. Cheers. I'll cheers. I honestly don't pay my momager enough for for her to even be here. She's having fun. Momager. Cheers. Watching the door security. My thing's empty. Okay. But no. Are you a shot? A shot? Give her the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you want more? No, that's good. Okay. Here we go. Don't lie. Don't lie. Cheers. 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 This is, by the way, the uh, first time we've ever had four people in the room. So nice. It's a party. Double Three. cheers. To a, party. <laughs> to a party. I think that's a party for real. Love that. So, July 2021, first tattoo. Mm-hmm. How yeah. did that even come about? So, I think I probably messaged. 20 30 different tattoo artists literally oh, really? begging people to take me like begging for an opportunity did you have like a portfolio already? no portfolio no art nothing oh. and my mentor jay he's been he's been a little he's been a little a big blessing in my life because mm-hmm. shout out jay um he basically took me in without asking for anything in return and he actually let me stay at the shop and kind of provided a working environment for me where like once i learned my skills i can automatically start tatting Mm -hmm. and i i it's it's so funny because when you want something bad enough the universe will give it to you Mm -hmm. and if you work for something hard enough the universe will give it to you manifestation exactly and if i hadn't messaged the two dozen people that i did Mm -hmm. back in june may ish i don't think i would even be here Mm -hmm. and this goes to the people that are very experienced in any industry remember who paved the way for you because you're gonna save somebody if you literally just open your hands and give Mm -hmm. somebody even a minute of your time you're gonna open doors for that person that you would never ever imagine the same way that somebody brought me up i know that one day when i become a very experienced tattoo artist if i if i open when I open up a shop, <laughs> hey, yes. when I start running my when own you shop, do. you best believe that I'm going to be reflecting what I was given, mm-hmm. right? It's it's sincerity. It's kindness. It's the acceptance of wanting to see people in your city come up, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, Toronto is so diverse that you're going to get so many different forms of styles and art and mm-hmm. different vibes of tattoo artists and i think like you can't be selfish no. you know there's yeah. enough business there's enough client there's enough money in the world to go around and if mm-hmm. you're literally just claiming all of that to yourself karma is gonna get you for sure 100%. you're absolutely you know? right you gotta Agreed. give before you start actually asking mm-hmm. for anything back really? absolutely right 
right? Because karma will get, karma's a bitch. <laughs> karma's a bitch, karma's, man. I believe in karma. I do. I really so have a Speaking of tattoos, <laughs> I literally have to have a tattoo like. I'll do good and good will come back to you. You know, I'm a Absolutely. big believer. I've got a question for you both. Do you believe in coincidences? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred. I ask because is it a coincidence or is it just meant to happen? Like, was it the universe at work? Like situations where it's like, oh, you know Ooh, that you person? Believe. I do like both. You know what I, I'm saying? See, I think I believe in coincidences, but I don't believe coincidences repeat themselves. Yes, there you go. So That's... if something is happening consistently in your life, that is work, not luck. Yeah. If you win the lottery, that is luck, not work. Mm-hmm. So I believe in That's coincidences, why. but I think at a certain point, you are making your own fate. Yeah, it's yeah. like what you do with it regardless, Yeah. right? Like, oh, if you are lucky, it's your responsibility to do something with it. Identify it. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I love those types of conversations. I love, like, the universe talk. Yo, the spirituality. Okay, we need to understand. It is very selfish to think that nothing exists outside of us. That is a very selfish notion. It is. You know what I mean? It's like, the universe is so big. Like, you literally have to be so self-centered to think that there's nothing outside of us. It's true. It's like people who aren't even aware outside of their own city. Which is, like, it's crazy. Thank Literally, China. (laughs) Let yeah. me, yo, let me say this. In China, we don't get Facebook. We don't get YouTube. Yeah. We don't get Twitter. We don't get yeah. Facebook. We don't get Google. What's the China Facebook called? Weibo. Yeah. Yeah. Weibo and Weixin. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all, everything outside of China is filtered. Like, we're literally not allowed to learn anything else outside of China. Um Obviously, there's something called VPNs. If you're visiting China, I suggest you get a VPN because you're going to get shut out from the rest of the world for a very long time. And it's very hard to even open up Facebook over VPN. Mm -hmm. Like, the restrictions on it are so tight. Um, My neighboring country is Korea, and it's hard to even actually see news from Korea. Damn. Yeah. It's very, very limiting. Like, again, I'm not speaking bad on my culture my culture raised me. It, cre- it it created who I am today. It made me strong. It made me understand. And it it made me be able to like relate to things outside of myself, mm-hmm. especially the block on you know not being able to reach out to the Western world. Is like it really changes you as a person, and mm-hmm. it really shows you government versus people. Um, and I kind of want to relate it to like what's going on, like Russia and Ukraine. Is like Government and people is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. No. It really is not. No. Gover- government and people are not the same thing. The people make the community. The government make the laws. Yeah. You know? Huge facts. <laughs> I'm going to shed a tear. Yeah. Huge facts. Like, I think we have to remember that, like, with everything that's going on in the world, like, you can't blame a country for its people because mm-hmm. it's not the people making the des- these decisions to be violent and yeah non-accepting and no. close off it's not up to the people it's up to the government at the end of the day we can only do so much by ourselves but if the people come together it is so much stronger than any yeah. government can be 100 you know? percent, absolutely and and in a small way i think that's what toronto's trying to do mm-hmm. creative community at least just build your own little world yeah as much as we want to build our own little world think outside of ourselves yes. you know yeah if if Help we were other. only to do it 
if we were only to do what we do for Toronto, we will never ever be able to reach our full potential. Exactly. That goes for anybody who's trying to get a, an apprenticeship. That goes for anybody who's trying to create a podcast or create a safe environment for small mm-hmm. business creators. You have to remember that it will reach outside of your city. Mm-hmm. And if you are scared of that growth, you're just not going to do the same level of work, the same love, the same investment, the same emotional investment. It's just not going to be the same. You yeah. have to create for the world. But think, that's the saying, it's like, think globally, act yeah. locally. Exactly. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yes. Think globally, act locally. That was in I the Chief Keef song one summer. Oh, <laughs> culture kings oh my god no that's facts man to me i to me i relate that to like having big dreams but taking it day by day and treating people well and yeah valuing your your people around you Mm -hmm. huge no shortcuts with that sort of stuff you can't i it's like if you take shortcuts in who you're trying to be and what you're trying to achieve, it's going to reach the wrong audience. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're going to reach an audience who is more community-based than globally-based, mm-hmm. right? And in art and in creation, you always want to create what's going to reach the people, not just your people. If exactly. I was creating specifically Chinese-inspired art, it would attract a lot of Chinese people in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And there's a very big portion of Asians in Toronto, right? So if I was to only create a certain niche, it would only attract a certain niche, mm-hmm. right? But being a tattoo artist, it's it's being versatile. Hashtag versatile vigilante. Yes. <laughs> but, we do shameless plugs here. Yes. Shameless plug. Love but, it. Being a creator, it means you actually have to learn the cultures of different people and what tattoos mean in different cultures and what different mm-hmm. ta- tattoo symbolizes and the mental ha- health aspects of tattoos and the coping mechanisms that people bring in when they mm-hmm. sit in your chair. It's like you really have to take into account that outside of yourself because as much as I'm the tattoo artist, I'm putting it onto somebody else, yeah. right? So I got to think in their perspective. Why are they getting this tattoo? Why are they coming to me to get this tattoo? You know, with that being said, I hope that male tattoo artists can understand why some female tattoo enthusiasts are uncomfortable walking into a male-dominant shop. Okay, mm-hmm. speak on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to learn more about yeah. that. Because if you think about it, right, tattoos are very intimate. Most of us, mm-hmm. if we're getting a stomach tattoo, our shirt will be off. Sure. If we're getting yeah. a leg tattoo, our pants are coming off, right? Yeah. So it's like we, as tattoo artists, have to understand what makes certain people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because... I wouldn't, myself, I would never just walk into a tattoo studio and take my shirt off, my titties yeah, out. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. even no matter how bad I want that tattoo, I don't feel comfortable laying on a table just titties out. With, with a man or with anyone in general? Just with anyone, anyone in general. Anyone, yeah. Yeah, anyone in general. Because you don't know what people think. Yeah. Right? It's just like, it's you don't really know what to expect. And that's the scary sure. part. Yeah. Right? And I think, like, as creators, not even limiting to tattoo artists but like as creators we really have to take into account what makes other people uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because if you can address the uncomfortable things is when you start to recognize Mm -hmm. what people are actually okay with right right? because yeah it's like if you don't provide a safe space 
Mm-hmm. People are not going to want to come heal with you. Exactly. It's all about being open. Yeah. Right? Sure. It's like, yes, you don't have to talk, but you can listen. Yeah. Listening will go so far. Yeah, exactly. You're at your best when you're comfortable and feeling. Exactly. Like who you are. Because then that's when you're going to do, like, your most maximum effort, right? Your best efforts. And that's when you're really your real passion actually comes out and exactly. shows. So do you feel like if someone's uncomfortable, it's because of the person that's running the shop or do you think it's do you think it's a conscious decision that someone's doing something to make someone uncomfortable or do you think just the vibe is off what do you think it, it what's an example i've never been in a tattoo studio before by have the way. you I've ever zero tattoos been in like a space where you just felt like just awkward off, yeah where you're like oh i don't belong here it's like oh why do i feel a little off like have you ever felt like that for sure even yeah. let me let me put it into something that everybody will be able to understand okay yeah. as a white passing person walking to a chinese restaurant it's a little awkward it's a little overwhelming <laughs> it's a little overwhelming yeah right same thing when you walk into a tattoo parlor if you're somebody who doesn't have visible tattoos and you walk into a tattoo parlor and everybody's tatted up right and it's like yeah. nine out of ten people are men Right, and you're just like this little girl, just like walking and getting their first tattoo. Yeah, you're want to go. You're gonna want to go to a tattoo artist, a tattoo shop, that is going to make you comfortable. Whether it means mm-hmm. blocking off the space so that nobody sees your body, mm-hmm. because think of it like this, right? A sexual abuse victim who's coming in to get their sexual abuse scars covered is not gonna want the world to see their sexual abuse scars. For mm-hmm. sure. Does that make sense? Exactly. So it's like. Yes, the environment matters. Yes, the shop matters. Yes, the tattoo artist matters. Does the tattoo artist understand why you're coming in for this tattoo? Mm-hmm. Because as much fun as body art is, mm-hmm. it's not just always about the art. It's about mm-hmm. a healing process, mm-hmm. right? People sit through six hours, eight hours, sometimes if it's short, it's like one to two hours of pain. And they're trusting you to inflict pain mm-hmm. on them so that they can heal from the emotional, the pain that you can't see, the pain that's inside. They're asking you to help them heal that pain by putting your art on them mm-hmm. permanently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come off with soap and water. Yes, tattoos are permanent. And yes, they hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not coming off, sis. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's all aspects it's the shop it's the tattoo artist it's the environment is it overly noisy for somebody who has sensory deprivation issues um is it anxiety inducing is there too much movement walking around and are there kids running around you know what i mean it's like it's the whole environment just like walking to a loud noisy restaurant when you're looking for a quiet night Mm -hmm. it's gonna be off yeah you just have to feel safe because if you're going to get a tattoo, it's because you want to. Yeah. But then you just don't feel comfortable. Like, then you won't enjoy the process. And when you look at the tattoo, it's like a reminder of, like... Yes, not, very much Of that. something that wasn't calming to you yes, when it was sure. supposed yes. to be. Yes. So for someone who's looking to get their first tattoo, what would a recommendation be for you of how to look for a place, how to... Plug yourself. Angel's like, mm-hmm. Okay, well, come to me anyway. Come to Angel. Come to Rising me. Angel. You know. Rising Thanks. Angels, Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, oh, for, for the people that are looking for their first tattoo ever, like yeah. you've never had any sort of body art done, um, I would say wait three months. If you're still thinking about that that particular tattoo after three months and you're constantly thinking about it, it means that you want it. Mm-hmm. If you've forgotten the design that you want, the placement that you want three months later, you don't really want right. it. It was a more in-the-moment thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of, like, especially Gen Z people, they're very um, 
like on the spot decision makers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? IG culture. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're very like yes, on the like, spot. Everyone's doing that. Flow. Okay, I guess yeah. I will too. Yeah. So I recommend that if you see a tattoo trend, whether it be like a face tattoo or like a hand tattoo, wait, wait on it. And if you're still thinking about it months later, that yeah. should be a signal for yourself. But never ever get a tattoo that is very visible until you're more tatted. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, Absolutely. don't don't get your first tattoo on your face yeah. or your hand yeah. or your neck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, get your first tattoo start, where start somewhere. Yeah. Where it's gonna be where you like seeing it. Mm-hmm. Where again, tattoos not are not for everybody but keep in mind that employers do look at this okay yeah that's why i literally don't have any visible tattoos they're all hidden yeah employers will look at it especially in a professional environment you can get hired then get the tattoo Mm -hmm. secure your bag first please understand this i'm not gonna tell anybody listening to this what to do but keep in mind that you don't want to make the wrong choices. And I think so many people who are in the older generations, our moms, our dads, they're not against tattoos as much as they are afraid that you won't. Yeah, yeah. the consequences. Yeah, yeah exactly. Consequences. It's not so much that our moms and dads, uncles, grandmas, grandfathers are, you know, afraid that we won't, like, they're not afraid that, like, the tattoo's going to hurt you. Yes. They're afraid yeah. what's going to yes. come the out of it. Yes, the consequences of getting like, the tattoo. Gonna how are you in the future? Yes. Because you've got to remember that not everybody is accepting of piercings, nose no. piercings, tongue piercings, exactly. tattoos. Anything that is a change outside of what you are born with will forever be taboo. Yeah. Yes, tattoos are becoming a more regular it thing. Is. But is it ta- ta- still taboo? Absolutely. Yes. It's forever going to be taboo. It's, it's crazy to see where it's come, though, because back uh-huh. In the day it was seen if you had a tattoo you were either like a gang. A <laughs> in a gang. coming yeah. out of jail like a sailor like it was yeah. literally like yeah not the not the vibe but it's now it's vibe. like aesthetic <laughs> now it's everyone's cute, vibe. it's ditzy it's, but it's also just everything. if you if you want a tattoo that's an instagram trend wait until the trend is over and then ask yourself if you want the tattoo yeah that's wait real. three to six months Especially on your first tap, wait three to six mm-hmm. months. Yeah, take yeah. your time with it. I like, too, what you said about, like, um, immersing yourself in the tattoo culture mm-hmm. as opposed to just, I want to get stuff on my body, you know? Yeah. Let me yeah. learn about what the culture actually is. I respect that. I think that... Well, you, you got to remember that, like, there are still ties to certain tattoos. For an ex- for an example, a full spider, spider web, each line in the spider web represents one year that you did in present. Oh, wow. Yeah, a teardrop on the eye is obviously you killed mm-hmm. somebody. Um, a backwards cross is Satan, apparently, like mm-hmm. Satan worship. So you have to understand what it is that you're getting. And as a tattoo artist, obviously, you can ask me. Yeah, but I need you to do your own good. research because my views shouldn't change yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As a tattoo artist, I reject anything that is hate crime-based. I reject anything that is prison life based and mm-hmm. I reject anything that is gang violence based. Mm-hmm. So whether it be a gang tattoo, a teardrop tattoo, a face tattoo that you don't have, it, like, oh my God, people who come in for face tattoos don't have any other tattoos on their body. Yeah, really? Wild. It's a clout thing. I promise you it's a clout thing. And you call thing. them out for it? I'll just say I won't do it because it's okay. a morality issue too, yeah. right? It's like, I need to be responsible. It's not, it's not about the little money that I make from a half an hour session it's like yeah. it's not about that it's like i'm putting something on your life and like i i i'm not going to be responsible you're yeah. not going to be responsible i respect yeah. that i respect that so do yeah because there are tattoo artists that will take any tattoo um 
but I would say the majority of tattoo artists are very, very responsible when it comes mm-hmm. down to like tatting underage or like um, tatting representative tattoos like gang mm-hmm. violence and swastikas. Never, yeah. I will never do a swastika. Yeah. Don't even ask me. Has don't any, even look at me. <laughs> has anyone asked for that? No. I don't somebody, see many people asking for that. One of the tattoo not, artists I work with tatted like the N word on somebody's face. <gasps> no way. Yeah. That's they actually wild. did it. Like a straight across the forehead. And he actually did it. He did it. Wow. Oh my god. I so, mean, yeah, I mean... That's wild. That is... I remember um, there was some clip with Drake where some guy showed him a fan tattooed Drake on their head and, he's, and he was like, why would you do that? See, that's oh a morality god. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Not shaming the tattoo artist that did that. I'm sure it was great work. I'm sure you talked to your client about it and you made sure that your client wanted but it. Like, like, oh, man. But... But you got to remember that that could be cool for three months until the trend ends. Yeah. And then you're sending your, you're sending your clients straight into tattoo removal. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to do it for clout, get Inkbox, please. Oh, yeah. Please get Inkbox. Is that removable? It's It's like a, it's semi-permanent. It's, it's almost like a, like, I want to say like printer ink, but it like stains the skin so that it like, yeah, it actually stays on the skin. But it, it is like a ink pigment it doesn't actually go in the skin. It's just surface level. Yeah. And then it washes off after like, couple weeks. a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. A couple yeah. Weeks. So also, if you're not sure about tattoos, draw it on yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. Draw it on yourself every single day until one day you're either committed to it or tired of seeing it. Mm-hmm. And that will give you your answer. Right. Yeah. I like that. That's very smart. A little trial run. Yeah, yeah. you got to give yourself like smart. a little, a free subs- subscription. Yeah. Right? Free yeah. subscription. Free exactly. subscription. Before mm-hmm. you invest. Free, free trial. subscription to Angel Prime. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I love that. that. Yeah. I'm not tipsy enough for this conversation. There's <laughs> <laughs> still a little bit left. That's all you Yeah, need. that's all you, Angel. That's Drink so funny. It all. Do you have, uh, do you, I, I was looking at your tattoos. I and know, you I do have like that. a specific vibe to them. I can't really describe it, but do you have It's very like weird. A, it's dope though. It's yeah. Very, it's very like it's clean. Clean yeah. is the word I'm going to yeah. use. Minimal, minimal, minimal. shading. Yeah. Um, a lot of line work. Even I think this like on my, fresh. yeah, this is fresh. So, so one good. of, Show it to the Rosie, cam. Rosie yeah, Ann. Rosie yeah. Ann. I forget what their Instagram is, but this is my newest piece. I'm getting my hands tatted as well. Um, but even like the pieces on my body are very minimalistic, um, and very clean black work, line work. Mm-hmm. I think my tattoos that I've gotten have ultimately inspired the work that I'm putting out as right. well. Really? That's good. Yeah. Because um, if you look on my page, like my main focus is to, yes, my mom is just like, ah! Oh my God, there we yes. go. Uh, oh, go spider webs, Yeah. Yeah. So I did that That's for so them. Cute. Um And yeah, you just, you gotta like, also for people that are looking for a tattoo artist, look for your tattoo artist based on what they produce, not what you want. Exactly. If you're bringing realism mm-hmm. into a minimalistic artist, you're not gonna get, you're what, not you gonna get what you were looking for. for yeah. sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you're looking for realism work, go to a realism artist. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. Don't don't cheap out. Yeah. Don't cheap out. I think that's the biggest thing that people forget is that like, yeah, we can easily spend a hundred dollars on our nails. We can spend mm-hmm. three hundred dollars on a hair. But it's like yeah. the second we're spending six hundred dollars on something that's forever, people are like, <laughs> expensive. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. Is that yeah, weird? Is. Don't cheap out on your tattoo and look for the artist that matches the style that you're looking for. Exactly. You get what you pay for. Yeah. A hundred at the end of the day. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And just remember that like don't don't be that person that wants to copy somebody else's tattoo. 
for sure. Don't like, do that. There was like a, a million <laughs> men in the '90s with the tribal tattoo. Oh yeah. yeah. Or, uh, or um, that shit's dead now. I, I love the butterflies. Okay, guys, I'm not I'm not bashing. Tattoo. Yeah, there I'm not bashing anybody's butterflies. <laughs> but don't get the same butterflies that the were oh, that were the, the, the ones that are on Pinterest. Yeah. The Pinterest butterflies. I see them every single week, and I'm like, I'm down to do butterflies, but I'm gonna do it my style. Yeah, because like, put your own spin. Yeah, like illustration, line work, super clean, a lot of black work, a lot of line work, minimal shading. Um, but like, don't bring out, don't bring in somebody else's tattoo because at the end of the day, one tattoo, your tattoo artist doesn't want to get sued. Okay, so we got to keep that in mind. That's oh, a thing. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, when you copy somebody else's art, that doesn't make it any different than plagiarism. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. You're copying somebody else's work. You don't know how many hours they spent on designing that tattoo. You don't mm-hmm. want to take it. Mm-hmm. Right, um, I think being a responsible tattoo artist genuinely comes down to the work that you're putting out, not just what you're receiving. Mm-hmm. And if a tattoo artist won't even give you the time of day to inc- to answer your inquiry, don't go into that chair because mm-hmm. the tattoo is gonna come out and you might not love it, but you're gonna be too scared to say anything. For sure, mm-hmm. right? is there like a large percentage of like irresponsible tattoo artists, like people who won't? Like take responsibility of their clients, like who would just tattoo in it for those? the money? Exactly, right? Like, is it a large percentage or it's just a very small group? You gotta remember that with any industry, there's gonna be a percentage of people that are in that industry for money. Sure. Yeah. Right. Some people love math and numbers, so they go into accounting. Some people mm-hmm. are in accounting to do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people are lawyers because they want to help the community and they want to save people. Some people are lawyers because for the money again. For the money, right? Yeah. So it that. That happens in any industry, but Mm -hmm. you can't deem what is responsible. Mm -hmm. There's guidelines to responsibility, but responsibility is different in everybody else's views. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to me, my biggest thing is nothing that is racist, Mm -hmm. nothing that goes against people's beliefs, Mm -hmm. right? So nothing that's offensive. Um, No underage unless they're legal guardian is there to sign. Mm-hmm. Sure. The amount of clients that I've gotten that are now of age telling me that they were tatted when they were 15, 16. Oh my God. It's heartbreaking. I, I remember mad kids in high school with tattoos at like 16. Yeah, like yeah. a little star on their hair. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a little, little something. Yeah, sure. those tattoos look like shit now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Have fun. Be safe. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Be safe. But yeah, there's... um. Like, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I can speak on for myself is that when I was 14 and getting my first tattoo, I put a lot of consideration into it. And I still love my tattoo to this day. But if I was a 14-year-old that was just getting tatted for the attention of it, I would hate it by now. Oh. You know what I mean? It's on you. Like, you... It's, yeah. yo, it it will haunt you. If you get a tattoo that you hate and it's against other people's beliefs, it's not just you that's going to face the heat. Mm -hmm. It's, It's... it's your tattoo artist that's also gonna face the heat. Where did you get this tattoo? Da 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 da. Did, did it for me, right? Oh. And it's like it's a it's a swastika. Or it's the N word, right? Mm. Like it's like yeah, no, that's you gotta remember. It's not just you. You're putting somebody else in your yeah, responsibility. spot. Yeah, in your responsibility, and that's like I can only control so much as a tattoo artist yeah. before I have to talk to my client and sit them down and be like, "Are you 
hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Like, is this against your religion? Is this against your culture? Or are you genuinely doing it for yourself because you love the art for mm-hmm. it? I respect it because it's a professional approach. You're taking your really profession is. seriously, really and is, yeah. you know, yeah. you're not just willing to uh, splat it on there, and that's no. it. You yeah. Know? Like, you it's take really time to research, time. making yeah. sure the client is also properly, like... Accommodated. Yeah. yeah. They know what they're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's, it's just, it's it's the safe environment that people want to know before they yeah. even for enter sure. the shop. For sure. Yeah. You know I mean? And I'm glad you do that, because I feel like for one of my tattoos, it was very much like I went into their home, went downstairs, and they're like, okay, sit down. Right? And yeah. it was like, okay, where? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. 15 minutes later, okay, do you like it? Okay, time to put like the adhesive, right? And I was like, you oh. know what's so funny, right? And it's it like ruins, like, like it ruins the it whole ruins vibe. Because now when sure. I look at that tattoo, I'm like, I don't even know why I got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. So I think yeah, you gotta remember like that. that like a tattoo only goes so far before how the tattoo artist made you feel comes into play. Mm-hmm. It could be great work, but if the tattoo yeah. artist is like low-key ignorant yeah it's not accounting for you like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna love that tattoo forever it even starts when like you first inquire for a tattoo yes first not even when you're there not even when you like confirm the appointment it's like are you like even interested in tattooing me yeah it's like do i like trust you to tattoo me that you're gonna try really hard to put something on my body like forever and make it look good yeah like can i trust you through a few messages yeah absolutely because like you i mean it's not like you have a sit-down conversation with every single tattoo artist unless it's like a whole leg piece or whole back piece like especially with covid now there's a lot there's a limit to in-person consultation consultation so it's like do you feel my vibe and that that goes for my Instagram profile, too. Mm-hmm. I've been told that, like, my Instagram profile is, like, unprofessional, unprofessional. And it's, like... Oh, really? That's that's fine, yeah. Like, it, at the end of the day, like, if I can just create a safe space, like, I don't mind looking unprofessional. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to attract the niche that I want to attract, and It's also right? someone's opinion, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Opinions, you weigh them as you, as you yeah. need to. Yeah, you yeah. Um, be kind to your tattoo artist. I think a lot of people just kind of abuse the customer service aspect of things mm-hmm. um arrive on time oh <laughs> like i i understand that you've booked out your time slot and you know I, you deserve my full attention but at the end of the day i have a life outside of your appointment mm-hmm. and i have feelings mm-hmm. <laughs> so be polite and i'll reflect the same energy back but if you're literally messaging me with no information, nothing of what you want, no design idea, and you're just like, oh, how much? How much for, I'm not a prostitute. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't just go by how much. Like, you need to let me know more information. That's that's a respect thing towards me and tattoo artists. Is like mm-hmm. giving enough information where your tattoo artist can provide you with answers yeah right you can't just you can't just walk into a tattoo shop and be like how much like you actually have to give the same amount of conversation to me that i'm going to be giving back to you because if you're asking me broad questions i'm going to give you broad answers yeah right so it is like it is an energy switch like it's Mm. it's an alternative like it's you can't just be quiet with me and then i don't even know what you want right so you really have to give the right amount of information that way i can give you a quote when i can answer your inquiry Mm. so 
this is two-way street like any other relationship your relationship with your tattoo artist is very important you don't want to be disrespectful to somebody who's putting a needle in your skin yeah 100% have Um, you ever had a a situation where it didn't go as you wanted and there's a conflict from it tattoo wise like maybe they didn't like the tattoo or something like that I've never had anybody not like the tattoo I have had people who don't like the design however it was not an altercation I honestly I have a very very healthy demographic um I ask for a very small deposit. Usually the deposit is like $30 to $50, okay. and that mm-hmm. covers the design. If you don't like the design, you tell me, I redo it, or you let me know you don't want it, mm-hmm. right? Um, the only time that somebody has told me that they don't like the design, my client was great. Mm-hmm. They understood that I actually put work into the design. Mm-hmm. And usually if you guys don't, like if my client doesn't like something, I will give them a refund if they don't want to get the tattoo and continue with it because that's respect towards my client, mm-hmm. right? I'm not yeah. just going to take your money and run with it. Um, the only time that somebody hasn't liked my design, like they were actually so, so understanding. They were like, I know you put the work into it. I know I booked a spot. I took that slot where somebody else could have booked. Mm-hmm. Keep the deposit but continue oh, booking with somebody nice else. Yeah. And in return, I was like, you know what? Like, I still have your deposit. Like, if there's art that you do like, let me know, and it's yours. I'll put that deposit towards a future situation. Yeah. Sure. Um, people that have canceled, I've personally never received a no-show. Like, my clients will let me know prior if they can't come in. Um, it's. I think it's, like, the respect they feel the respect that I have for them. Mm-hmm. So they have the same amount of respect back. Because I wouldn't mm-hmm. just ghost the client. I wouldn't just sh- not show up to mm-hmm. appointment, right? So they feel that. And they, they always let me know if they're going to cancel or reschedule or anything like that. I love that. I, lo- I really like how you seem to have a great balance of the art side of it. But you're about your business, too. Yeah. Like, even that so. example where you gave them the refund, I think is such a great business right? move. Because if they do want to get a tattoo further down the line they still had a good experience with yeah. absolutely and i think it's like you got to remember that like tattoo artists are entrepreneurs tattoo artists are a small business right and i would never ever want to walk into a clothing store where like the the pants or the shirt didn't fit me and i couldn't get a refund for sure right because i would feel ripped off yeah and for me to be a business that is essentially taking other people's money i need to be responsible for other people's mm-hmm. money because that money didn't just fall down from mm. the sky for them, right? Oh, you're yeah. 100% like, right. Like, I need to respect boundaries as much as I need people to respect mine. Mm-hmm. And as long as you are putting out into the community and out into the world something that is healthy and something that is good, you're not going to get ripped off. Mm-hmm. You just won't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I trust that I'm manifesting my dream demographic. Yeah. And with that being said, my clients... Yo, like, I I wouldn't even be a tattoo artist if I didn't have clients, if I didn't yeah. have people that trust Facts. me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it really is a two-way street, and we always just got to be responsible with what we're putting out and the information that we're putting out, making sure that, like, all your clients are treated equally, mm-hmm. right? And being realistic with what a tattoo will look like, mm-hmm. right? Signing consent forms. If your tattoo artist doesn't have you sign a consent form, get out. Go. Like, you need to sign legally, to get permanent altercations to your body. Whether it's plastic surgery or breast augmentation, anything, it's all legally signed. Mm -hmm. Sign consent forms with your tattoo artist and make sure that they're as bound as you are, Mm -hmm. right? Because the tattoo process is only so short. The aftercare, the three weeks later, the month later, the, the months later that you're taking care of your tattoo without me knowing, that's up to you. Right. 
right? That could make or break. Yeah, mm. that can make or break your tattoo. So it's like, if you're not being responsible with the healing process and you didn't sign a form that like acknowledges that you are solely responsible for your healing process, because mm. I'm not like supervising your healing. Yeah. Right? So it is It is equally, um, it's equal responsibility. You're right. It's. It still blows my mind that you're so new to the I know. job because you're very in tune. You're, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you're about that. your shit. I feel like you yeah. were you were meant to do this, you know. Honestly, it's just it's the last eight years of tattoo collecting, and it's like, yo, really like, I found my career. Yeah. yeah, like this is like this is a forever thing yeah. for me. And like On your journey. Oh my god! Like I'm so excited. Like yeah. I'm still with every tattoo I do. I'm still like, wait, people book with me. Yeah, <laughs> yo, like people come to see me. <laughs> like I work at a it. shop. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like it's still so shocking because you wake up every morning and it sounds so cheesy, but you do what you love and mm-hmm. it's it's so fulfilling. Yeah, money aside and everything, it is. It's so fulfilling. It's good for the soul because you mm-hmm. meet so many people who needed you at mm-hmm. that specific time in their life. Yeah, and it's you get to walk out of that. Po- that appointment and be like yo like i really connected with somebody today mm. yeah you know like that connection is like and that's like something you can't really buy exactly you can't that's buy exactly that. what you i was can't gonna buy say. that you're right it's, it's amazing you haven't brought up money at all like, yeah you know and that, and i love that because that's really the, money that's right the, right the <laughs> you know what that's the thing that comes if you keep doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing being respectful responsible the money will come yeah it'll come you know, to you you honestly. don't chase it exactly yeah. some people might disagree but that's how i see it i, see I think that. you attract what you put out yeah mm-hmm. and i would rather have people actually want to pay me than to lie to people about what exactly. my work is like because mm-hmm. there are tattoo artists that photoshop their work Oh, really? Yeah. There's tattoo artists that will put a filter over their work or black and white their work, like a black and white filter. But it's like, if you're putting a black and white filter on a black ink tattoo, it's like, Mm -hmm. that really affects how your viewers see that. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, being realistic about what you put onto social media is also a responsibility that we have to take Mm -hmm. as tattoo artists. So it really is about, like, what you put out is what you attract. Mm -hmm. It's your whole brand. Yeah. Be responsible with your pricing. Like I know I'm a I'm I'm a newbie, but like <laughs> there's I, I do feel like there's tattoo artists that overcharge. It does also depend on location. If you're in the city, your tattoos are gonna be much expensive than much more expensive than if you're like further from the mm-hmm. city. Right. Um so just just keep in mind who it is that you're looking for. Talk to more than one tattoo artist. If you if you've only talked to me and you find that I am someone that you wanna work with, great. But as somebody that also collects tattoos, I would talk to several tattoo artists, and that is a respect mm. for you. You know what I mean? I'm mm. not I'm not going to, like, put my foot down and be like, you can only come to me now. You know, like, yeah. claim your body. No, it's not like that, right? Mm. Like, you got to talk to different artists and talk to different people and mm. see everybody's different styles because somebody that's going to charge a shit ton of money might not be the style, the vibe that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. yes, price gets you what you're looking for, but it's also like, are you going to be comfortable in that situation? Mm-hmm. And you're only going to know if you actually experience your options, mm-hmm. right? So obviously COVID, we can't really meet anybody in person without, you know, kind of um, making things difficult for everybody. But 
speak speak call call your artist mm-hmm. message your artist does your artist put you on red for hours before they respond mm-hmm. or are they accounting for you as you need them to mm-hmm. right but also be respectful of people's times because during the daytime i'm usually in an appointment where i can't really be on my phone so mm-hmm. I get people that are like, oh, why aren't you responding? Bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> like, sure, it's not just you, okay? Like, um, just be res- like, be respectful of people's We're all times. human. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have two, four pairs of eyes, right? <laughs> there are two pairs of eyes and four hands. So Maybe just, one day. Maybe one day, hopefully. Yeah. Bionic, bionic body parts are coming in soon. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Scary stuff. So for the vigilante viewers out there, how would they go about getting an angel tattoo? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the process? Um, so obviously message me. My Instagram is at Rising Angels Inc. That's rising.angels.inc. Mm-hmm. Um, spelled like you say it. And obviously message me, say hello, uh, greet me. I will greet you back. Um, and then you would want to include your design that you're going for. So whether that's like an explanation of what you're looking for or you send me like a inspiration photo. The photo that you sent me is not the tattoo that you're going to get. Okay. An inspiration photo basically shows me the vibe and the design that you're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will design it in my own style based off of what you've sent me. Mm-hmm. You will want to let me know where on the body it's going. That way mm-hmm. I can let you know what the pain level is. Especially if it's your first tattoo, there are sensitive body body parts and there's less sensitive body parts. Mm-hmm. So if you let me know your body placement, I can give you better answers. Sizing is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So consider how big or how small you want to go with it. Um, remember that the smaller it gets, the less detail you can put into it. It's it's kind of like writing really small and barely being able to see it or mm-hmm. printing it in big clear letters where you're really going to see it, right? Yeah. So sizing comes into play. Like people are usually like, oh, I want this body part or I want my arm wrapped or whatever, right? But it's like, okay, do you want the whole thing wrapped? Do you want a quarter wrapped? Do you only mm-hmm. want the outside wrap? Like you got to let me know. Right. If you don't know the answer... Obviously, my job is to guide you into the right mm-hmm. lane, right? Into into the right perspective. Yeah. But you do have to know what you want in mm-hmm. order for me to help you. Like, if you're just like, oh, I want a tattoo, but you don't know what you want, it's like, I can't. Yeah, that's not for that's, you to decide. Yeah, that's not for me to it's decide. It's a team game. Yeah, yeah, it is a team like, game. Like, you can help. Yeah, I can like, help. I can, tell them I can guide do. you, but, like, I can't tell you what to do yeah. and what to get on your body as much as I want to do my own designs and what i what i love but it's like you need to you need to have enough information for me to go off of so that i can give you a proper quote mm-hmm. um right also don't negotiate prices with your tattoo artist if it's too expensive it's like walking into louis vuitton right tattoos are a luxury it's not a right it it's a luxury it's not a right okay mm-hmm. food is a right tattoos are a luxury okay yeah. uh even some food is a luxury so let's keep that in mind um but yeah like you you gotta remember that it's a luxury and like don't negotiate prices because people don't understand that we don't pocket every single cent we make Mm -hmm. right 30 to 50 percent of it could go into shop rents it could go into Mm -hmm. us buying supplies right Mm -hmm. a tattoo machine that is just a standard market machine could go anywhere from 900 to 1300 dollars yeah right and that is probably a week to two weeks of work Mm -hmm. 
um and that's not that's not even two weeks of work for me just mm-hmm. yet like i'm yeah. not even to a point where i can just be dishing out thousands of dollars on supplies mm-hmm. right but yeah you gotta keep in mind that we don't pocket everything um you also have to remember that like tipping us goes mm-hmm. a long way okay because oh, yeah. like we have to pay shop rent and we have to pay out commission and everything like that so like whatever you tip us we actually get to keep, keep yeah yeah like even if it's five dollars like you don't realize but like that five dollars could get me two coffees mm-hmm. right and like if i'm working a 10-hour day i'm gonna need a coffee mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like tipping is almost a way of saying thank you just like if you got good service at a restaurant you're gonna tip your waiter yeah. a lot right if you had a good tattoo appointment please yeah. please tip your artist it goes so so far open up those purses yeah it goes so so far and it like you know what like i don't even think of a five dollar tip as oh my god it's so much money it's more so like wow my client really could appreciate yeah it. they really yeah. appreciate it yeah, yeah. it's like it's really not even about the money, but it's like a form of respect. It's a form of saying thank you. It's a form of acknowledgement, mm-hmm. right? Because we want to get acknowledged too, right? Sure. Like we see we see the work, but we usually don't see the tattoo artist, mm-hmm. right? Like you're if let's say I tattooed you, your friends are gonna see the tattoo, but they exactly. won't really see me, right? So it's like it is a form of acknowledgement and sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharing is caring. Angel, I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, you know this is a is. lot, a lot of fun. You're the I first know. tattoo artist that I've had in I've here. So I'm so much. honored. Oh, I'm yeah. so honored. No, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Promote anything coming up? Um, I think that Campfire and I will be collabing in the future. Yes, yes, oh yes, yes, yes. So if you are in Toronto, please support Campfire. Campfire yeah. is one of the local movements that are really mm-hmm. genuinely bringing out creators from the city into almost like a global view like instagram is not limited to toronto it's not i I know because i feel like it's like how have you guys supported local in the past before like going to these events it was always through instagram it was always yeah it was always through like oh if you were lucky enough to get a business card right but then you just like throw it away or like it'll just stay on your bedside table right so it's just we're trying to do something different, something people want to interact with. And like both of you guys mentioned, like you yourself even started tattooing in the pandemic. Uh-huh. People are longing for something intimate, something important to their lives. Right. Like they were literally their right was taken away to just enjoy outside and talk to people. So mm-hmm. now we're trying to welcome it back. hundred percent. Right. So we want, you know, creators like you to realize that you are not alone. There is a community. There is campfire. We're there to put you guys together. We're there to network with everyone be comfortable be safe and just give you guys a push that it's not that scary you know? honestly for anybody who is coming up in the city i highly recommend that you guys do reach out to campfire because like exactly. i've met i've met vince through it mm-hmm. vince, yeah. we've all met each other through i've it. met vince through it i've met erica through it exactly. i met sarah through it so i really do recommend for the small creators to take that leap of exactly. faith count on yourself and if mm-hmm. it doesn't work out who the fuck cares? There's exactly. going to be other opportunities. Exactly. Right? We're always it. taking up like businesses, you know, just download the app, register 100%. yourself as a creator, you know, post some, you guys post Well, Vince posts. Oh my God. He posts so much. We love it. Right. Angel, you literally had us headlining. Like it was crazy. Thank right? you. Like thank we just want to have these opportunities for you guys. We like, it's just crazy how like 
it's such a simple act. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, do you want a headline? Hey, do you want someone yeah, in your show? Some no like, pressure. Literally, yeah. no pressure. pressure. And then they're like, yes, of course, thanks, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, no problem. Like, here you go, right? That's all we want to do. And it's something so easy, right? But not a lot of people want to take the time to do it, Facts. right? So that's why we're here. So well, anyone can do Shameless it. self-promo. My name's Angel. Yes. As of March 2nd, 2022, I'm 22 years old. Holy. Oh, champagne birthday. Is it 22? You're 20, um, as of today, um, well, my birthday's in July, but right now I'm 22 oh, years old. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Am I confusing? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shameless promo. You can find me on Instagram at rising.angels.inc. Yes. Um, obviously, feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions, if you have a future tattoo plan, you can mm-hmm. always reach out to me ahead of time so that you have time to consider. Um, I, I love what I do, and I hope that you love what I do. And... I love what you do. Stop. Stop. Um, Special shout out to Campfire, Erica, and Sarah, as well as Versatile Vigilante. You already know what it is. Let's go. There is a campfire coming up, yes? Yes. Okay. When are you um, releasing this video? I'll try to get it out before then. But yeah, so Campfire, you know, as they already mentioned, Campfire, we're an app that tries to support everything local. So whether you have a small business, whether you guys are Toronto creatives or any GTA creatives, we're there to support you. We host events every month, night markets. We invite creatives like them, business owners like you guys, to come out, meet people. We invite a bunch of students, young adults, and everything like that. And we also get performers, too. Like, I think last time... Comedians. Um, they were both musicians. there. We got comedians. It was pretty sick. In the prior events, it was, it was concerts. But yeah, our upcoming one is for St. Patty's. You know, lockdown restrictions are a bit different now. Um, Taco Taco is where it's going to be. A very crowd favorite. Lots of drinks. Lots of other drugs that I won't name. <laughs> it's a vibe. Legal stuff. Legal yeah, stuff. Le- legal. Yes, we legal are in stuff. Ontario. So it is legal. Tattoos are but it's just, yes. it's going to be great. And, you know, the local, the artists that are performing, they're all local. They're all in the GTA. They all have a dream. And, it would mean a lot to them if you show up, right? It's good vibes. It's free. Just if you're vibes. already in Toronto, it's literally come support. Come support. Meet friends. Yeah, some beer. Let's yeah. Go. exactly. Talk to us. Yes. Mingle with us. We don't yeah. buy. Want a feature Hell here? Yeah. We don't talk buy unless you want us to. If you want a tattoo, <laughs> talk to Rise Angel. Go. If you want to be on the app, talk to me. It's but that you can simple. talk to anyone. It's yes. so easy. Yes. Yes. Like, do you, does it look like they say no? <laughs> From the community for the community. Exactly. Absolutely. You already know. Yeah. Angel, much appreciated. I had a Absolutely. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Erica, my guest What's host. Up? There yes, we go. Sir. Momager, who's missing, but yeah. Oh my god, what if they were locked out? I hope they were locked out. <laughs> oh, hey. we'll, we'll have, have to figure that out. Saying. But yeah, right. we're thanks we're for definitely. watching. Go hit Angel. Go hit Erica. Follow yes, Campfire sir. Versatile Vigilante. We're out here. Let's go. Bye. Bye.